Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang all here, Longoria, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Your calls tonight are screened by Low T. Chuck. Low T. Got a lot to talk about and not a lot of time to do it with you for only an hour tonight. Bulldog Hotline coming up at 8 o'clock. First off, first thing I notice as I walk in the studio today, Chuck, you back me up on this. L- Longoria looks so much better. Like again, you, every when you get a haircut, man, and you trim the beard, you look fifteen years younger. Mm-hmm. You look, uh, you just look fantastic. Well, thank you. I, I'm. You should get one every week. We yeah, tried that. that. It didn't work. I know. All right, every three months then. That's what I do every three <laughs> I know, months. I know. Every three to four the, the months. Diff- is my... I remember the difference when Chuck grew the homeless man beard yeah. and yes. shaved. Yeah. How stark, how much better yeah, he looked. Yeah. That's how much better you look now. You I look know. fantastic. Thank you. You look like uh, Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> I doubt that, but okay. The younger, younger, yeah, younger, younger version. Ricardo <laughs> yeah. You look fantastic. How was your weekend, buddy? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. I just hung out with the girls, and that's it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Tomorrow, next next Saturday's big. Uh, yeah, we're getting ready for that. That's what exciting. we're getting ready. That's we're saving all our money. We're not doing anything. Longoria's uh, daughter's birthday next Saturday. Should be five. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. By the way, mm-hmm. girlfriend's wondering what to buy uh, your your daughter for her fifth birthday. I have no experience in gifts for five. What Clothes. are she looking for? Clothes. Yeah. Stock can options. Can I get her a Johnny Kilbasa t-shirt? Sure. <laughs> right, I already great. have one of those. She can wear that. Available one. online at JohnnyKilbasa.com. <laughs> yeah. Toys. Chuck, anything. How was yeah. your weekend, buddy? I slept when I could and I painted the kitchen. Excellent. Ooh. Feel sorry for it, you. Nah, it was all. It knocked it out in one day. I slept whenever I could. Do you know? If she's do you know sleeping. How to paint? I'm sleeping. Do you know how to paint, or are you just? Yeah, no. I was. It? I had a painting. That's what I started when in construction. All right. So painting. you. So you've got. You get oh, the yeah. tape, and oh, you yeah. want to make sure. But I know. Yeah. Yep. My parents used to paint every room in the house. They're like every hired. year, or well, not every year, but like these were not mechanical somebody. people. Like, oh really? No, but th- <laughs> for some reason, painting was there. Oh, we got this. Wallpaper? My mom used to wallpaper on my room as a kid. Wallpaper Leslie did art. seven rooms when we moved into the new house. They need yeah. help changing the the batteries on a smoke detector. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, they're, they're like, oh, we, we can stain the deck. We got this. <laughs> Interesting. All right, well, good for you. Yes. Um, I I had uh, I slept and ate this weekend. Nothing nothing too exciting. It was fun, good. though. It was a good weekend. Um, I want to give you an update on the fundraiser for the Chase Maddox family. Yes. So we started this at the end of last week. Clark Howard and I... Got this uh, this fundraising site uh, together to raise money for uh, fallen Locust Grove police officer Chase Maddox, who passed away in the line of duty, left a, a seven-year-old son, a wife who was pregnant, r- like two days, three days after he died, was killed in duty. Um, th- his wife gave birth to another son, Bodie. Um, and it's just an, a tragic story. 26 years old, the uh, Chase Maddox was. And the, uh, the eldest son is a child with special needs. So this this poor widow now has two kids, one of them with special needs, and you know there's there's been a great outpouring by the the community in Locust Grove and Henry County and all of, across Atlanta. Bill Clark and I wanted to do something special using Clark Howard's expertise on 
this uh, on how to administer funds. You know, Clark's the, mm-hmm. the man about this. He knows about 401ks and 529s and 501s and all these things that I don't know. So Clark, I talked to Clark, and he agreed to help Alex Maddox um, set up this trust fund for the kids so they could use it, and it will grow in as, as big a way as possible. And I talked to Wes Moss's Money Matter show on Sunday, and Wes says, um, you know, if you raise $30,000 by the time the kid's 18, that could be well over $100,000. So, just, wow. you know, the impact that this could make. So we originally set the goal for twenty grand, and we blew past that over this weekend, and I talked to the boss, and he's like, jump it up to 30000 so we, I did that uh, last night, I believe, or the, the night before, I can't remember, and I, I put the goal up to 30000 and now we are currently at $28,174 nice. uh, through the You Caring fundraiser. And and you should see some of the donations coming in, Longoria. Like, people are donating $1,000. Wow. $700. Wow. And, and some people are just donating $5. Some people Whatever. can't donate, and they're just sharing it on Facebook and Twitter, which is fantastic. You know? as much exposure as we can. So thank you, everyone, all the listeners that uh, have donated uh, this money to the Maddox family. We're going to hit our goal very shortly. I'm I'm blown away $30,000, and Clark's going to manage this. So, you, you know, I mean, imagine Clark Howard managing your 401k. Oh, I know, right? Or, like, how cool nice. is that? Yeah. So he's going to work with the, the Maddox family and the widow, and, and good on Clark for doing that. And, and thank you to everybody, seriously. Um, it, it's amazing the outpouring there, and and again we're almost at our goal of thirty thousand dollars. So that's that's going to do a lot. It's going to be a hundred thousand dollars, says Wes Moss, when uh, when Bodie turns eighteen, which is really cool. All right, not really cool. This story um, that that broke over the weekend. You guys know that I'm a big fan of of food delivery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, back in the day, pizza, Chinese food delivered to my house all the time, and now with the advent of these apps. Uber Eats and um, DoorDash and I mean there's a ton of them. Zifty, I, I it, it's heaven for me. Didn't you have the same guy deliver food different in the same day? In the same day, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Twice in the same day, I had <laughs> yeah. the same delivery guy. So I'm all about this because I don't uh, I, I don't mind cooking, but I hate doing dishes, and I'm lazy. So I will you know if I don't get my lunch at Publix, I get a public sub or fried chicken or something. I will get Uber Eats. You know they make paper plates now that you can throw away and you don't have to wash. If you come to my house, you would see. That's basically... (laughs) Well, I have have a china cabinet that's untouched. I have this great china set. Never use it. Paper (laughs) plates, plastic forks and spoons and knives and everything. Uh, But I I order Uber Eats a lot. I've used a lot of the delivery services, and I found Uber Eats to be the most reliable. So the story broke over the weekend that there was a a shooting involving an Uber Eats driver. And I was like, oh... You know, because I I think of them as family. I see these people <laughs> right, more right. than more than my actual family members, the Uber Eats drivers. You know, I'm on a first name basis with these guys, and I assumed that it was uh, a customer shooting an Uber Eats driver. Like you took too long with my salami on rye, and I'm going to shoot you for it. But it turns out it was the Uber Eats driver making a delivery in Buckhead that shot and killed this guy, 30 year old guy in Buckhead, Saturday night, shoots and kills him. And then disappears, and then he's on the run. So he leaves the scene. I don't know if he dropped the food off or not. I'm assuming not. Although you don't know. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe he did. Maybe he, he got did. the food first, and then there was a exactly. argument or something. Um, but this, this was shocking to me, thinking that something like this could happen, that, that you could die via a food delivery service. Um, and here was the weird part throughout this, was the fact that um, – the police wouldn't release his name. So if, if you're delivering for, for Uber, um, you know, Uber knows your name, your, your car tag. Your, I mean, 
you're you're an employee, so they have information. So it was weird to me that the the police didn't release this this Uber driver's name that was wanted for murder. Covering the story from Channel Two Action News and joining us now live on the show, Tom Jones. Tom, thanks for for joining us, buddy. Good to be here, Mark. How are you? Excellent. So I went to bed last night. The the Uber Eats driver was still at large, but that uh, has changed today. What's the latest development on this story? Wow, wow. A lot has happened uh, since last night. Around 3 o'clock, Mr. Robert Bivens turned himself in to Atlanta police. Of course, he's accused of uh, murdering uh, Ryan Thornton, who was a customer of this Uber uh, Eats delivery driver. Uh, learned a lot today, at least from the defense team's side. Uh, of course, police say that uh, this Uber Eats delivery driver, Mr. Bivens, got into a confrontation with Mr. Thornton at his Buckhead condo during a delivery. Uh, the argument was over the delivery. Uh, police are saying that Mr. Thornton turned to go back into his condo, and that's when Mr. Bivens, who had by that time gotten into his car, opened fire on Mr. Thornton. Now, as Mr. Bivens prepared to turn himself in at APD headquarters downtown, uh, I stopped to talk to him and his attorney, Jackie Patterson. Now, Mr. Patterson didn't allow uh, Mr. Bivens to answer any of my questions, but Mr. Patterson tells a totally different story. He says yeah. this all began... Do I have time? Absolutely. Okay. He says that this all began uh, with Mr. Thornton being upset irate with Mr. Bivens, who couldn't find his way to the, to the condo. So the delivery was delayed. His food was delayed. So Mr. Patterson says, as, as Mr. Bivens arrives at the condo, uh, Mr. Thornton comes out. He's irate. He's complaining about the length of time it took to get his food. Uh, there's some dialogue, some confrontation between the two men. Uh, Mr. Patterson says, uh, Mr. Thornton uh, uh, reaches into his pocket, makes some threatening language to Mr. Bivens. Mr. Bivens feels threatened. That's when he pulls out his gun and fires several times at Mr. Thornton, uh, ultimately killing him. So the attorney saying this was, was self-defense. We're talking to Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News covering this crazy story of uh, the Uber Eats driver uh, accused of murder. Uh, Tom, why didn't the police release the name and picture of this guy yesterday? Obviously, Uber Eats knew who this guy was. Why, why not release his picture and his name yesterday? Uh, that, that's a good question. First thing this morning, I emailed police asking... Uh, did they have a description? Because as you just mentioned, they had to have known who he was. So I, I never got an answer about why they kept uh, a lot of information under wraps. Uh, he was he was on the run, uh, uh, allegedly. His attorney says he wasn't on the run. He was just trying to hire an attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's a good question for police. Why didn't you guys release this guy's uh, information? And, and if it was self-defense, uh, I'm curious why the driver didn't stick around because, you know, ah, if you... Yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark, I asked yeah. uh, Attorney Patterson that. And of course, he says uh, that he wanted to uh, hire an attorney before he talked to police. Uber Eats commenting on this, Tom? I'm a, I, mean, I mean, I'm a big user of Uber Eats. Um, have they, have they yes. released a statement? They, they they have released a statement, of course, uh, you know, their thoughts and prayers are with the, the, the victim's family. Uh, 
Mr. Bivens had only worked there for less than a week. Wow. He had only worked there less than a week. They say uh, they, they did a background check, everything checked out, uh, and they wanted to make it clear that he did not. He did not transport passengers. His only job was to deliver food. Tom Jones from Channel 2. Follow him on Twitter, at Tom Jones, WSB TV. I'm, I'm just enthralled with this story. And hopefully, Tom, as, as the situation develops, we can get, back, get you back on the program. Let's do it. All right, there he is, Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News. I'm I'm floored by this. Floored by this story. Uh, your thoughts. I, I'll take theories. What happened here? What really happened? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. There was one right under their noses. I hate those. Come on. Don't stop now. You done did it. Welcome back to the show, 724, a balmy 60 degrees on Peachtree Street. Record highs, perhaps, this week. Kirk Mellish's full forecast coming up at the bottom of the hour. Crazy story, Uber Eats driver accused of murder, shooting a customer on Saturday after a delivery beef. Your thoughts and conspiracy theories on how this all went down, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Pete joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Pete. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, sir? Oh, I'm just curious. I've been working around the house all day yesterday and today, and I don't understand why every five seconds we've heard the word Uber Eats. It was a delivery driver doing his job, and he shot somebody. It was almost like it was an all-out media war on putting Uber Eats out of business. So you think we should have said the story without using the, the company name? Uh, I, honestly, I mean, objectively, it it was... I'm trying to think I'll, in stories I'll, in the past. So, like, uh, there, there's been other incidents where delivery drivers, usually it's delivery driver that's robbed and, and, and taken down. And we, I think, uh, refresh my memory, Chuck, like if, if a Domino's delivery guy gets gets robbed, we say the company's name, right? We say a delivery guy. Yeah, for, it was a Domino's delivery, yeah. you know. It's, it's but part, every it's leader, every teaser, every and interesting. I just, I uh, that's just an that's to... an editorial decision. I'm not sure about that. I understand your point for sure, for sure. I, I get that. I don't know. Um, it, it's... There, there was a, a a alleged employee at a daycare hitting a child recently, and one person said they saw it, and the daycare just was devastated by the, the negative news yeah. because they wouldn't comment on air because it was against company policy. I'm not sure. I'd, well, Uber Eats has, has released a statement, as Tom said, thoughts and prayers to the to the victim and all that. Uh, that's I don't know. That's an editorial decision. I'll, I'll talk to Chris Camp about that, our news director. I understand your point. Um, should we just be saying uh, a food delivery service or Uber Eats? The, the only reason I brought it up is because I know a lot of my listeners – are Uber drivers. I've gotten in Ubers and heard people listening to this station. So I want to hear from the Uber drivers out there, whether you're just a regular Uber driver, an Uber Eats driver, your thoughts on this story. I know if I was an Uber driver, I'd, I'd be carrying a firearm if I was out and about delivering. I know Chuck would. I know Longoria would. Uh, your thoughts on the story as Uber drivers, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or if you work for one of the other food delivery services or pizza or Chinese food or I'm hungry now. News, weather, traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show.
in America. Well, it's so good to be born in America, all oh, the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 737-23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. tonight, normally 7 to 9 on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Gang all here, Low T, Longo, myself. Programming note, tomorrow, Erickson and I are doing a uh swap shop kind of thing show swap show swap i'll be on five to seven during atlanta's evening news and then eric's going to host a live lounge event from seven to nine with governor uh gubernatorial candidates clay tippins and stacy abrams is that sold out or can tickets still be purchased uh you can go to his twitter feed or facebook page and see um you can also go to the resurgent.com the revenue what's the <laughs> what's the maven it's the web hosting company they're the, oh, ones, they're, they're the ones that host okay yeah, gotcha yeah, yeah. all right Yep. But it's still it's still the research. Still the research. Okay. Yep. I remember you told me about that. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I thought he was doing another website. I'm like, man, <laughs> Erickson's hustling. <laughs> Got these side hustles going. Um while you're online at the Revenant. Resurgent. Damn it. I actually <laughs> intentionally tried to get it right there. The Resurgent. Go to WSBradio.com, please, and and donate to the Chase Maddox fund that Clark Howard Low T Longoria and myself set up for the Maddox family, the slain Locust Grove police officer. We're less than $1,700 from our goal of $30,000. Uh, and Clark Howard's going to uh, manage that trust fund for uh, the widow Maddox. Uh, so if you can, we really want to hit that $30,000 mark tonight. We're almost there. Uh, you can go online at wsbradio.com and click on the link and donate, please. We're discussing the food delivery murder Saturday in Buckhead. Uh, a, a gentleman was delivering food to someone's condo in Buckhead at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm not going to judge. I've done the same thing. I've ordered food at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday. Um, there was a scuffle. and apparently The driver shot the individual that ordered the food and then fled the scene. He turned himself in today. The defense attorney saying it was self-defense that the customer threatened and made a motion like he was going to go for a weapon and the driver shot him, but left the scene, which which to me is, is strange. Your thoughts on this, and I know I've got a lot of uh, delivery drivers that listen to the show, a lot of Uber drivers that listen to the show. Your thoughts on this story? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Doc joins us in Ackworth. Doc, welcome to the program. Well, hello, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent, Doc. What's going on? Oh, not too much. Um, I did have a thought that was kind of uh, off to the side of some of the other comments. Um, I'm mostly concerned now that it's public that uh, Uber does not allow, for their agreement with their drivers, does not allow anyone to carry self-defense. I, I, I knew that was the case for the for the regular drivers, like the people that transport people, but I didn't know if that was the case for deliver, food delivery as well. Well, I don't know either for sure, but it's what they seem to think on WSB. So <laughs> that's where I get my news. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I assume that it's all the same deal, but, uh, I'm a little concerned because now, you know, who knows? People uh, are going to know that they're unarmed. You're saying, right. People do. Crazy but, but here's things. the thing with, with, with like Uber drivers, like Uber, the, the beauty of Uber and DoorDash and all that and Lyft, it's, it's cash free transactions. So, you know, if, it, you know, back in the day, people used to knock over pizza delivery guys. Cause they know, all right, if he just made eight deliveries, all cash, he's going to have 200 bucks on him. With the, with the internet age now, Uber drivers don't carry any cash. Uber Eats drivers, DoorDash drivers, Zifty drivers don't care. It's all electronic. I mean, you could tip in cash if you want, but it's it's not going to be a lot of money. I understand your concern, though. Tim's in Smyrna. Tim, welcome to the program. 
Hey, how's it going, Mark? What up, Timmy? Not too much. Love your show, man. I Thank listen you. to it every night. I appreciate it, buddy. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm an, an Uber driver. I, I need to hear more detail about what actually happened, if a weapon was drawn on him or something. But as a, as a gun owner, I, I would not fire a weapon or even draw a weapon unless I felt like my life was in danger. I understand. So are you not allowed to carry a weapon as an Uber driver? Is that the is that the law? With an Uber? Uh, that's the policy, but uh, I, I view it as kind of a, uh, a suggestion. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't I wouldn't drive, especially driving people. Um, I, I'd want to protect myself. Um, I, I don't because you never know, you never know who you're going to get in your car. I mean, you literally are, are, are risking life and limb there. Some weirdos and gone to some rough areas of town, and I wouldn't drive without it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Stay safe, Tim, and uh, keep up the good work. Dave's in Atlanta. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Hey, How's Dave. Hey, I uh, just wanted to echo what Tim said. Actually, uh, I am also an Uber driver, and I also drive for Uber Eats. Uh, quite frankly, I wouldn't be driving without carrying my uh, self-defense weapon. I don't blame uh, you at all. I got a wife and kids, man. That'd be, quite frankly, that'd be kind of stupid. So is it the same policy for Uber Eats, though, that you're not allowed to, you know, quote-unquote carry a firearm for Uber Eats? You know, that's the policy. And yeah. uh, quite frankly, none of my passengers or Uber Eats customers will ever know I carry it unless they... Uh, unless they force you to me. show them, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So how, how long have you been driving for Uber, Dave? Uh, about three years. Any any bad experiences? Anything that would you know? Uh, any customers? Irate customers? Anytime you thought you were in danger at any point? Uh, quite frankly, no. Um, I've I've never had a customer that uh, made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, the only person ever had made me feel uncomfortable was uh, somebody that I was dropping the customer off with, and uh, well, let's just say I was glad they weren't my rider. Yeah, I hear you. By the way, you can pass this along, Dave. If, if you ever pick me up in an Uber or a Lyft or you deliver food to Uber Eats from, to my house or whatever, or uh, Zifty, whatever, if you're listening to WSB Radio, whatever my bill is, I'm tipping you that amount. Awesome. So if, I, if you take me to uh, Buckhead for, uh, for $22 and I get in the car and you're listening to WSB Radio, you're getting a $22 tip. I, I tip the fare if you're listening to WSB Radio. So spread that around. All right, buddy. Thank you, Dave. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll save that for later. Yeah. There's there's breaking news on the food delivery <laughs> front, okay. and it's it's good news. Greg's at Atlanta. Greg, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure, buddy. All right, hey, uh, just a couple thoughts on this whole thing. One, um, I'm gonna have to go back and read my entire uh, agreement with with my uh, with my app and my uh, rideshare company. Because the last guidance that I think I saw was we're independent contractors, and it is highly suggested that we not show a gun or carry a gun simply because it makes the passengers uncomfortable. But it's up to you. It's up to you personally. Correct. And, you know, I, God bless Uber because it's a great community. It's a great network. Um, you know, it's, it's driver-driven. We rate passengers. Passengers rate us. I mean, quite honestly... If you're if you, if you're below about a four point two star rating, I'm canceling on you anyway. I'm not picking up. Problem. I hear you. I hear you. And, and listen, the the whole ride sharing thing, and and out the food. I mean, it's a game changer. It really is. So many times I wouldn't go anywhere because I'm like, well, if I go there, I got to find a place to park. And what if I have a drink? 
Now it's now it's like I just Uber it. Now you don't have an excuse. Yeah. By the way, can we move your daughter's birthday party from <laughs> okay. whatever, Chuck E. Cheese? Monkey Joe's. To the uh, the Oyster Fest at Seam House Lounge this weekend? <laughs> yeah, it's also sure. going on. Yeah. Can we take? Can we do the after party at the, at well, the sure, Oyster Fest? Sure. All right. Spence is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Spence. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure, brother. So, yeah, pretty rough night. I've got three condos in that complex that I own. No kidding. So where? I know it's off of Far Road, right? Is that what they said? Far Court? Our court south northwest. So if you're like passing the fish market, yeah, and that's on your left. Keep going up past crossover peach tree. Oh, past the Wells Fargo. It's on the right. On um, Wells Fargo's on the right, and then you hit the four-way stop sign, and you make a left. I know. Oh, oh, really? A left, not a right. Okay. Yeah, towards the. Uh, so you're like kind of behind Publix. Yeah, no, exactly. I know exactly where you're talking about uh, the the Peach Shopping Center. Um, so so what's what's the the thought in the community there? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, obviously more security, better cameras. Um, but this was a resident. <laughs> this was a resident that shot the Oh, no, the resident got shot. Got my shot bad. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's an owner. You'd think it might have been a, a visitor, a renter. But actually, and the, and the guy parks right next to me every night, or did, rather. The homeowner? Yeah, the guy who got shot. So What did you, what did you know about the victim? Let me, let me give the victim's name again. It is... Um, the the suspect was Robert Vivens. Uh, Ray Thornton was the uh, was the victim. What what do you know about him? You know, I, I didn't really talk to him, um, but he was just always with his girlfriend, chill. Yeah, very chill. But you know, it just takes one wrong turn, one one bad. You know, I'm in the booting business, so I got people threatening to kill me all the time. Oh, that's a that's a rough deal. I've 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 been <laughs> I've been booted before. People aren't happy when they get boots on their car. Less happy though than. Uh, when they get towed. Dwayne's in Powder Springs. Dwayne, welcome to the program. Hi, Mark. Uh, first time caller. Welcome aboard. Uh, listen, I am an Uber driver for both Uber uh, delivering people and Uber delivering food. I also drive for Lyft. And what I can tell you, I, I wasn't there in this particular situation. But what I can tell you is, I think it's just being objective here, safe to assume that we've got crazies on both sides of the platform. Oh, th- However, listen, there's crazies in every walk of life for sure. Yeah, right. But that being said, I do believe, and I'm not saying this just because I'm a driver, but I do believe that the driver's side of the platform is by far more, more vulnerable. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, Dwayne, I got to run. I want you to be safe out there. Uh, when we come back, I have some tickets to give away, and I have a couple of words from my old buddy, the Talkmaster. Hang tight. One, oh, my buddy Montana just donated $100 to the uh, Maddox Fund. Online, wsbradio.com. Make your donation to the uh, Chase Maddox Fund that Clark Howard and I set up, wsbradio.com. One segment to go. It's the Mark Aram Show. DM 750 WSB. Sorry, no more calls. I do have tickets to give away, though. We'll continue this Uber Eats discussion perhaps tomorrow when I'm in for Erickson 5 to 7. Uh, I want to I want to comment on something. Um, earlier today, my former colleague, Neil Bortz, during his daily commentary, declared that journalism was dead. Journalism is dead. Let me be clear. In his prime, Neil was by far the greatest talk show host to ever get behind a microphone. He could make you think, laugh, and cry all in one show. 
But for him to say journalism is dead, it's not only wrong, it's cowardly. He's seen the work done in the WSB radio newsroom. He knows the journalist integrity of every employee here. He's happy to say that journalism is dead from the safety of his sports bus. But I know he'd never have the courage to say it to the faces of the hardworking journalists you hear every day on this radio station. Journalism is dead. Journalism's dead, Talkmaster? Tell that to Scott Slade, Amanda Moyer, Bill Cayeccio, Mark Aylwine, Michelle Wright, who start working on Atlanta's morning news before midnight, right about when you get up to take your first pee of the night. Journalism is dead. Journalism's dead? Tell it to WSB health reporter Sabrina Gibbons. Tell that to Condis Presley. Journalism is dead. It's dead? Tell that to Chris Chandler, Edgar Tragitz, Jennifer Griffiths, Veronica Waters, and Mary Ellen Hopkins, whose dedication to the truth have helped Atlanta's Evening News become the highest-rated show during PM Drive. Journalism is dead. It's dead? Tell that to WSB Capitol reporter Sandra Parrish, who makes sure all of North Georgia gets the skinny on what's going on under the Georgia Dome. Journalism is dead. It's dead? Tell that to your friend, your friend, Chris Camp, WSB Radio's news director. Chris has spent his whole working life to make sure Atlantans can trust what they hear every day on this radio station. Journalism is dead. Tell that to WSB TV reporters Darren Moore, a former police officer, by the way, Audrey Washington and Steve Gelbach, who go out at 4 a.m. to cover stories in neighborhoods that you wouldn't have the balls to go to during the daytime. Journalism is dead. Dead? Tell that to Mark Winnie, who works closely with law enforcement officers every day to make sure that Georgia's most wanted criminals are captured. Journalism is dead. Journalism's dead? Tell it to Richard Belcher, Aaron Diamond, Nicole Carr, and Jim Strickland, whose investigative work is unsurpassed. Journalism is dead. Dead, huh? Tell that to WSB Washington correspondent Jamie Dupree, who despite losing the ability to talk, works day and night on Capitol Hill to make sure our listeners get the facts they need about the federal government. Journalism is dead. You know, Neil, you used to start your talk show with a disclaimer that, quote, people shouldn't believe anything they hear on your show without independently verifying it to be true. Well, I've tried to verify it. And your claim today that journalism is dead? Yeah, I don't think so. Not true. Journalism is dead. Online, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB, and Instagram, Mark Aram. Let's do star of the show. Now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Um, you don't take it for yourself right now. I'm, I'm marking it. Oh, down. I'm taking it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, you, right. you, you get it. <laughs> I'll take star Out of, of the all show. the times, you deserve it today, Ooh. I guess. I'll take star of the show. I'll de- listen, I'll defend my coworkers to the death. You don't tell me journalism is dead. I'm here 20 hours a day. It's, it's alive and well, and thank God it is. Uh, let's give away some tickets. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. That's the good one. That's the original one. Yes. Being shown on the big screen at Symphony Hall for three nights this week, Thursday to Saturday. I have a chance to win four tickets uh, to Friday's show with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra performing the live score. Holy smoke. Seventh caller, 404-741-0750 wins that amazing prize pack. We'll continue the conversation online. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Instagram, Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Donate to the Chase Maddox Fund on WSBRadio.com. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.